Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. We have a fantastic episode for you today. It's actually a two-part episode, so we're going to go into part one today. And what we're going to discuss is the unschooling advantage. And we're going to go into some details about that. We got a whole bunch of great points. And if you really want to learn more about all the advantages to unschooling, then stick around. Hello and welcome to today's episode called The Unschooling Advantage. And what that means is we're going to go into the benefits of unschooling. All the things that I think are benefits of unschooling compared to traditional schooling or traditional homeschooling. So we're talking about unschooling compared to following a curriculum at a certain pace, you know, the whole standard thing that we all pretty much went through. And I identified seven different benefits that we're going to cover. And what we're going to do is we're going to go into a little more detail with each one of these and really define it out and maybe give some practical examples and maybe some of my own experience with each of these and how that was done. So the seven benefits of unschooling or the unschooling advantage are stress reduction, self-directed learning, individualized education, practical learning, creativity and innovation, holistic development, and lastly, the seventh is family bonding. So without further ado, let's jump into the first one. Stress reduction as a benefit of unschooling. So without the pressure of tests, grades, and strict schedules, children often experience less stress and anxiety related to education. Now, this is my personal belief, but I would venture to say that it would definitely result in less stress. And some people might argue that that is positive stress because it propels them to do good, good things. Like there's a good objective, right? We're going to learn something. There's education going on. I might argue that pressure to do performance in regards to test grades and schedules would create anxiety and using anxiety to propel you is not a great long-term strategy. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy. But I think there's a lot of stressed out people in the world, and I think this kind of adds to it. So as far as unschooling is concerned, less energy, time, and resistance from kids, not willpower, because willpower is what you do when you're scared of something and running, like a bad grade or a scary test or I got to be on time or I'm going to get a detention or whatever else they do, right? That's how what willpower is. So less energy, time, and resistance from kids, not willpower or their energy from kids. You're going to have a better home life if you're unschooling. We're not adhering to artificially created timelines. There's no pressure to learn something they aren't interested in. 
our job as parents, and if you look, listen to some of the previous episodes, we talk about our job as parents is to expose them to new ideas, information, experiences, to give them uh, the opportunity to dive into whatever they want. And then they will be naturally drawn to it because they know why they want to do it. And we're, our job is to give them the tools to learn in the areas that they're interested in. And that sounds like way less energy, time, and resistance from the kids. I believe this leads to a more positive relationship with learning and better mental health, better mental health overall. I know my experience, and I talk about this, and I'll probably talk about it a million times, is I learned to hate learning. Not all of it, just certain parts. In fourth grade, I learned to hate math. In third grade, <laughs> I learned to hate creative writing because I liked writing about King Kong and Godzilla. And my third grade teacher, I thought I needed to grow beyond that. And it just killed all my passion for creative writing. Um, I also believe that there's not just less stress for the children, pressure, stress, all the wasted energy, anxiety, all that stuff. I think it's also that way for the parents. So I think there's less energy, time, and resistance for the parents to homeschool. And I want to repeat that again. I think this method of uns unschooling is less energy, time, and resistance for the parents to homeschool. And the reason I'm making such an impression upon this for you or making such a big deal about this for you is because every, just about every single time I talk to a parent who's not homeschooling but wishes they could, they say, oh man, I don't know how you do it. Quote, I could never homeschool. I don't have the patience. You know, fill in the blank. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't have whatever. I could never do it. And what I think they believe I do is I'm standing lording over my kids going, you should do that. And I don't do that. I mean, that's the whole point of unschooling is you don't need to do that. So it's way, way easier for parents as well because you're not forcing your kids to do anything they don't want to do. Um, and this is, again, compared to sending them to a traditional school or homeschooling in the traditional approach. See, I believe we should be integrating our entire life around our family and just everything, our career, all these different parts of life can be integrated together and we stay curious along the way and we model this for our children. And when people say I could never homeschool, I kind of sit back and, and just think that really they think learning is a chore and then they need to pressure their kids. And, and I just don't believe it could be or should be that way. I also believe uh, going, go, continuing on with this is more efficient for parents to do. I believe it allows a parent to spend more time and energy on other things that are important to them, you know, other categories of life. This might be experiences with the family or hanging out with friends. Maybe you want to start a business and you're really into that. Like you're going to have more time for that as opposed to homeschooling your children, trying to pressure them to do it. You might have more time for hobbies, all these different things. So I really believe when, when people say I could never homeschool, what they're really saying is <laughs> I could never 
do school at home. And again, we're talking about a radical approach called unschooling, where we allow the children to direct their learning. On to the second benefit of homeschooling, rather unschooling. Unschooling encourages students to take control of their learning like adults do, and we walk beside them with their choices. Second benefit is self-directed learning. This is where children can foster a lifelong love for education. And I truly believe that this is going to be required in the future because we're going to have to adapt very quickly, especially with AI being out there. And we're going to have to learn new systems, new approaches, all that different stuff. And it's going to constantly be changing and changing faster than it ever has before. What we really want children to know how to do is, at least what I want to do, is I want them to know I want them to learn how to learn. So they're genuinely and intrinsically motivated to do so. I think that's really the only path forward. Otherwise, it's all going to be willpower, which is what I believe the schools rely on is kind of forcing yourself to do it with with the exception of like, I might be really, really good at this. But we can go into why that doesn't uh, translate always. And some other podcast <laughs> or some other episode, I should say. I do think that uh, the, the child is always thinking about what they will do and this instills ownership in their life. So when they're directing their own learning, they're always kind of like on to see what the next thing might be too. And taking curiosity as approach. And I think that's very, very helpful. And when they're the owners of their lives, uh, how do I say this? Don't you want to raise them as an, as an adult to be the owners of their lives, not being told what to do constantly? Isn't that what adulthood is about, is individual uh, freedom to make your own choices for you? The earlier we're able to instill that in them, I think the better. Now, not a defined attitude, but a I can shape my life kind of attitude. And I just need to direct that and just keep my eyes open. I think that's a cool way to, uh, I think unschooling is a cool way to instill that. Students who guide their own learning often develop a strateg- a strong sense of curiosity. Again, this is under the self-directed learning, and I mentioned this previously, but curiosity leads to creativity. Creativity leads to innovation which I believe is important for future work, meaning working with artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence is coming, guys. It's already here. And by the time you listen to this, it might be fully integrated in everything we do. Who knows? But we need to really focus on our own creativity because we still need to tell the machines what to do. And the more creative you are, I think the more you're going to be able to utilize it. That's my own personal belief. Students who guide their own learning and develop that strong curiosity, it often creates this deep-seated, intrinsic motivation to learn. They take a deep dive into what they're learning, and I believe this is truly what unlocks their genius. It unlocks like this laser focus that's so unique, and I know all of you have been in there at some point, and it probably wasn't when you were forced to learn, if you really think back to that. In fact, think about a time when you were absolutely laser-focused on learning something like I'm going to do this, whether that was, I'm going to learn how to do this job, 
or I'm going to learn how to master this art or, or it might've been, I am so into this hobby and I really want to master it or get really good at it. Like maybe a sport or something like that. That laser focus was not external. It was the intrinsic motivation to learn how to do it. That laser focus that helped you get massive gains with little effort. And with your child who's unschooling, this would be massive gains with little little effort from both the parent and the child. So I think a huge, huge benefit of unschooling. The next benefit is individualized education. And I I separated these out. Self-directed learning was the last one. And then the third one is individualized education. And the reason I separated them out is because I think there's some very unique points within there when you compare it to traditional schooling. So traditional schooling struggles to cater to the unique needs and interests of the student. There's, there's no way to individualize compulsory schooling without changing the entire system because by definition, we're trying to get people to conform and not take an individual approach. Now there's a little bit of variance off that, which I think is probably good because not everyone's the same, but that that's just not the way it's set up guys. Uh, and this goes back to preparing industrial workers and taming the American spirit of individuality, individuality, creativity, innovation, that kind of thing. We, we wanted to cre- create and prepare people ready to work in the industrial revolution, which means show up on time and do what you're told. You don't need to think, we'll think for you. That's that's really where it came from, guys. And if you want to know more about that, uh, look into some of the writings of John Taylor Gatto. And you can see the uh, history of schooling. I can't remember the exact name of the book, but it's something along those lines. The underground history of the American education system or something like that. Uh, and, it, and it'll explain to you exactly where it all came from. I also believe that Unschooling allows for a highly personalized educational experience that's tailored to the child's interests, learning style, pace, and parents' preference, which I think is important because we shape their worldview. Uh, Let's break these down a little bit. So this is still under individualized education. So unschooling allows for a highly highly personalized educational experience that is tailored to a child's interest. You can choose a curriculum based on the child's interest that meets their goals. Again, I'm not anti-curriculum. I just think we shouldn't force people to do curriculum because you're going to make them hate it. An example might be my my oldest son right now. I think it's super cool. He's nine years old working on his Python certification. And, you know, we, we dives into this curriculum. He wants to learn it. And he is. And he's super interested in it. And this this is his own individualized education. He may be big into coding or computing one day. Who knows? This might be the most important thing that he learned. Or maybe it's just something else that he learned and he's on to the next thing. I don't know, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. We're all on that journey. Um, next is unschooling us for highly personalized educational experience in learning style. This is allowing the child to learn in the way they learn best. So this could be visual, audio, uh, doing, reading, 
any any of those things we can actually allow for that that individualized approach and they can learn faster and better and get to know themselves better because they're not forced to do it in another way now there are some advantages to learning outside of your preferred learning style obviously like if you're not a reader it'd probably better benefit everyone to be a reader but when we're talking about unschooling we believe that if the lesson needs to be taught it will be taught that if the, the something let's say they want to be uh, an engineer the kid wants to be an engineer and they don't like math they will see that they want to be an engineer and say the only thing standing between me and being an engineer is this math and I'm going to choose to learn it and get better at it regardless of if I like it or not because I know what I want. Uh, the same can be said, I believe, for learning styles. I'll learn to be a reader when the time comes when I see I need to do it. Otherwise, you're just forcing them to learn in ways that aren't as efficient and you're going to make, you're going to have to spend a lot of energy, a lot more energy as a parent, time, and you're going to get resistance from your kids, right? So I believe just allow them to learn in the way they learn best. And as long as they're accomplishing their own achieve goals, uh, then really what, why not? Why not let them learn how they learn best? And if it becomes a superpower power to learn in one way, I mean, isn't that what you really want? And that's a huge thing. Uh, unschooling allows for a highly personalized educational experience that is tailored to the child's pace. And I think... This is one of the most under, what under talked about? Is that how you would say it? We don't talk about it enough. This is something I think that's very important that we don't talk about enough. We should not expect kids to know something on our timeline. It's their timeline. When they see it's important, it unlocks the benefits of unschooling. We can move at the child's pace uh, in unschooling, but when we compare that with traditional schooling or even, you know, schooling at home, we rarely match what their pace is. And especially in traditional schools, we, we expect all the children to be on this pace, right? If, if the school moves too fast for the child, the child, the child is labeled as slow. And I believe this has negative effects, like it can affect their self-image. I know it did for me. When, uh, when I missed a week of school and all of a sudden I'm behind and, you know, we were doing fractions in fourth grade. I felt dumb. I believed I was bad at math. No fault to the school. It was just the, just, just the way the wor it works. Not, the teacher didn't do anything. I, very good teacher. Wanted me to succeed, but handed me a stack of worksheets and said, good luck, catch up. I was like, I don't get it. And I started to internalize that I just am not good at math and that I'm dumb. Everyone else seems to get it. Now know, now knowing fractions are pretty tough for people to just pick up on. I, I know that wasn't true. It was a, a false narrative in my head that I believe school can, is almost, a, its natural tendency is to make people feel like that because you would you tell them that they're slow if you don't, keep up. I mean, 
on the other end, if a school moves too slow for a child, they get bored. And I experienced this. Still working through it. <laughs> but I think I experienced this during my last couple of years of high school. Probably all of high school, who knows. I think it creates, when, when the school moves too slow, like I'm learning and I'm interested, but now I can't learn as fast as I want. And it kind of slows me down and gives me 15 worksheets to work on and saying, you need to really do this a million times to get it. And it's like, I already get it. I get bored. I think it, I think it creates children who are intelligent uh, and capable students, but they're capable and, in, and intelligent C students now. And I think that affects self-image because we're labeling them with a grade. I mean, you can't help but not look at your GPA, right? Isn't that what we all look at? And that is a reflection of who I am, the output I have academically. So I think it affects your self-image. And I, and I did this as well. I was a C student coming out of high school and my first couple years in college until I got serious. I believe learning is pursued when someone is good at something or they see that they are, they're going to need it in the future, kind of like we discussed with math and engineering. If we're really good at something, yeah, I want more. Hey, I want something on the other end of this. This is what stands in my way. I'm going to do it. And I believe that we shouldn't throttle students nor make them feel behind. So this individualized education, I think, is very important. And lastly, to this point of individualized education, is unschooling allows for a highly personalized educational experience that's tailored to the parents' preferences. Now, this is very important, and I believe it's one of the reasons there's a huge upswing in parents deciding to give their children education at home. Because in 2020, we saw everyone come home anyway. Parents got to see a little bit about what they were teaching, how they did it, how much learning was happening. And also they're bringing home work assignments that not all parents agree with. And whether you're on one side or the other, it doesn't matter. The parents are, the parents are the parents. So you want to raise your kids as parents to be prepared for the future. So you're going to do your best, which includes instilling in your children the, the best worldview you can. And that may be religious beliefs, or uh, maybe it's the exception of harmful things or immoral or unethical things that you see going on out there and that you don't want them to believe those things. So I think that that's that's very very important contrast between traditional schooling and unschooling is you're able to at least filter through things now i personally don't believe we should shelter our children i think we should introduce them to the world because guess what the world's going to introduce themselves itself to them at some point and i'd rather be the one walking with the door, giving them a couple guardrails and maybe a way to kind of see the world and how it works and where maybe it's going wrong or maybe where it's going right and, and those types of things. I think that's our job as a parent. And unschooling really gives you the ability to be able to do that. Again, the individualized education. Next is, which is the fourth benefit, is practical
All right, we're going to stop right there. This was part one of a two-part episode called The Unschooling Advantage. So stay tuned. Next week, we will have part two coming up. I hope you enjoyed. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world, and the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message, and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.